0: when you realize you need more. More energy, more time together, more time for yourself. You need more than a break, more than a kick, more than a breath of fresh air, more than a change of scenery. You need real nature. Wild and free. Untamed, but accessible. Nature that gives you energy. Nature that stirs your soul. Nature in a country that's uniquely varied. A country where you can be carefree. A country that takes care of you. That gives you just what you need. When you need time for yourself, and your loved ones. Time for your goals. Time for your dreams. You need more than a holiday. You need Switzerland.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our week three of our Tourism Body Tuesday. This is our opportunity to continually learn and develop, and get a little deeper into the destinations that backroads touring takes your guests to. From the experts themselves, the destination. Today we go somewhere simply amazing in its offering, and I think we all have our pieces of the puzzle as to what we, why we sell or why we would visit this destination. But I introduce you today to Livio from Switzerland Tourism to take us deeper into the wonders of this destination. Switzerland is offered by backroads touring in two different ways, ideally. With our mountains, valleys, and lakes of Switzerland, as well as our vistas of Italy and Switzerland. Grabbing two amazing portions of this country, immersed in so much natural beauty. I welcome to you, Livio, thank you for joining us today.
2: Good morning, thanks, Dylan, thanks for having me.
1: No problems at all, I just thought, Whilst we kick this off, um, you know, Switzerland's obviously been um, one of those sort of hidden countries. It's sort of, it's always been there, but never gets too overly involved in the world's dramas and just ticks along quite nearly by (laughs) itself there. But just for a little bit of insight, um, just to kick us off, Livio. I was just wondering, um, how many languages are actually spoken in Switzerland?
2: So we have, uh, officially, we've got four languages in Switzerland. So it's uh, German, so Swiss German, French, Italian, and Romance. So Swiss German is uh, probably the the, the language spoken by the most. It's more than 60% speaks Swiss German, which is uh, like a a German dialect. And then in the western part of the country, people speak French. Uh, In the south, very close to Italy, obviously Italian. And then very remotely in some parts of Graubünden in the east, people speak Romance. But it's only about zero. I had to look it up this morning. 0.5% of the (laughs) population. So, yeah.
1: All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's the one language don't get too invested in. Um, but a little bit of French, a little bit of German, a little bit of Italian, um, and, we, and we should be able to get through your journey through Switzerland pretty, pretty <laughs> easily there. Um, what's the population even of, of Switzerland?
2: Uh, so has got about 8.5 million. So it's a, a fairly small country. And um, it, as you will see when, when you go on a map, you can, you can see sort of the northern, northwestern part is quite populated with the cities. And the further south you go, southeast you go, there's more mountains, more hilly, more, uh, you know, wooden Woodland, so yeah, yeah, it's an interesting uh, mix we have in Switzerland.
1: And then lastly, the most important thing when anyone's traveling through a country is what is the currency and how does it relate to the Australian dollar?
2: So we have the Swiss franc, so even though Switzerland is located right in the center to Europe uh, and surrounded by uh, countries that are member of the European Union, we don't have the, we're not part of the European Union and we don't have the euro, hence we have the Swiss franc. So one uh, Aussie dollar, uh, today is about 0. 0.65 reps. So, uh, 0. 0.6, uh, franks. So yeah, that's, that's the, uh, relation to the Aussie dollar.
1: No worries. It's it's not too far off the Euro as far as mathematically. Equating. It is.
2: It is exactly, it is very similar to the Euro that's it. That's right. Yeah. And you can pay with euro as well, by the way, in Switzerland, but then you will in return, you will get Swiss francs.
1: Oh, so you that, can that's even
2: pay with euros. Yeah. Good, yeah. good tip.
1: Definitely. A good, good to tip. know. <laughs> um, I mean, With the team in Australia, um, what does it comprise of for Switzerland Tourism? Who who do we have? Who do we go to? How do we get in touch with you guys?
2: So that's the three lovely faces here, Switzerland Tourism in Sydney. So we've got head office in Zurich, uh, our main office, and we have offices all over the place. Uh, Our office is in Bondi Junction in Sydney. Uh, You can see here, Anthony, our colleague, uh, looking after trade, looking after marketing projects. Uh, On the right, you can see Birgit. Our lovely Birgit has been with us for eight years now, or even nine years. And mainly looking after the media, and uh, I myself uh, I just joined last year in June actually, so it's been a bit more than a year where I'm with uh, ST. And uh, you can see the contact details here on this slide. Um, drop us an email, go on our website. It's pretty um, straightforward, and uh, we're always happy to help. I think we have later on a couple of slides how you can uh, uh, learn and benefit, um, you know, from Switzerland as a, you know, as a as a country.
1: Definitely do. We definitely do. We're going to take you guys on a bit of a wrapped up journey today. So. Great to have such a strong team based in Australia for any of your needs out there peoples. All right, let's uh, let's kick this uh, destination presentation off. Um, To to, to start with, I thought, you know, although this place isn't actually the capital, I think if we did a quiz night, most people might (laughs) think this is the capital, but it's obviously one of the most well-known cities in in Switzerland, so let's kick it off with um, Zurich. And uh, Livio, over to you, mate. Take us through the destination.
2: Let's do it. I mean, Zurich, like you just said, Dylan, uh, interestingly, is not our capital city. Uh, our capital city is Bern, uh, which we'll talk about later on. Uh, Zurich is the m- well known city mainly because of the uh, air access. So Zurich is the sort of uh, first uh, place people come into when they travel to Switzerland with air access from uh, all over the place. Biggest city with 400,000 inhabitants. Um, so it's nothing compared to uh, cities in Australia or in other <laughs> countries in the world. Uh, but I'm myself. I'm from a small mountain village in the east, and uh, it's always a big thing when I can, could go to Zurich uh, when I was younger. So um, it is a lot to see, a lot to do in Zurich, and uh, yeah, definitely worth uh, spending a bit more time. Because as far as I know, people arrive uh, in Zurich right away. Is that right in, on, on your tours? So that's the first.
1: That'll be Stop. the the first starting point for our tours. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we we get there and we meet the team at five p.m. and have a welcome dinner. So, there's only really that one day to get out and see it. But obviously, they need a little bit more time. What would you recommend for 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 a stay in Zurich before or after a tour?
2: So, I, I would definitely uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I would definitely recommend uh, arriving or a bit earlier or stay a bit longer. I I would say sort of uh, three to four days. Uh, Pre post is a good, is a good um, time to explore. It is a small city, but at the same time, there's so much to see. Uh, we're talking about a city where you can walk everywhere. You know, they have brilliant trans- uh, public transports, but then I would walk everywhere. Uh, you've got the lovely old town, the cobblestone old town, which you can uh, explore and, and, uh, and discover. Uh, plenty of restaurants, bars, shops, and so on. There's so much to see. And uh, my personal um, recommendation would be a visit to Zurich's West. So it's only a few minutes from town center. I think it's on the slide here, the uh, Zurich West area. Um, it used to be like an old industrial area, which not much to do really, let's be honest. Uh, but it's, be, it's become quite popular for lots of bars, again, art galleries, museums. So definitely lovely you know, to spend some time uh, before hitting the, the tour with you guys.
1: Yeah, actually, when you, when you sent me this presentation to to, to look at and just to see um, how accessible everything is just via foot, um, I thought, bloody, that's amazing. You know, you, you want, you've come off a plane, you want to get yourself acquainted and acclimatised into a region or into a town, but you've to, to do it without always having the hassle of public transport. Where you can just sort of wander the streets and see it all. I thought this is an absolutely amazing little sort of step exactly. as to how to get around the places. Great, 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 great tips there, my friend. Okay, well, Zurich's wonderful, but there's more to see of uh, Switzerland. So let's move out east. Let's head off to the wonderful town of St. Gallen.
2: Yes, let's do it. So St. Gallen is uh, a bit of a hidden gem in Switzerland, I think, or at least in the Australian market. So, when I, so I've been here a bit more than a year now, and not many people talk about St. Gallen. So I was quite happy, actually, when you said, can you speak about St. Gallen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, is, it is a hidden gem. Um, it's not very well known uh, Oh, it's just like 50 minutes away from Zurich, so it's very, very close oh, to Zurich. close, yeah. Um, it's super, super quick to get there by train. Again, it's direct train or or, or a motorway, of course. It's a fantastic old town. They've got a stunning um, old town as well. And uh, what you can see in this slide here is the UNESCO World Heritage-listed Abbey District. Oh, so the, uh, I think it's in, in your tour as well, if I'm not mistaken. So yes. it's definitely uh highlights uh and in this district in this district you can also find the oldest library in Switzerland so that's definitely one of the main sites um in St Gallen it's the rococo architecture it's absolutely fabulous i'm not myself not big into sort of architecture and, and sort of you know design and buildings but this is probably one of the one of the highlights even for myself when i'm in, in St Gallen and uh, and it's free of charge for those who carry the swiss travel pass but uh, oh, it's right. it's definitely worth visiting yeah
1: Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, well, whilst we're on that side of uh, the country, uh, let's uh, make our way just a little bit away from St. Gallen to the beautiful town of Appenzell. So, so dramatically different straight away.
2: It is, it is. And and again, it's a bit of another hidden gem, which is, uh, which again, I was very happy to talk about this. Uh, (laughs) You can see here in the picture, it's uh, the area where traditions are lived. So it's living traditions, living customs, typical Swiss uh, customs that you can see here. Uh, you know, you can see people dressed up like this gentleman here with the um, the cattle that he's bringing down to the village after they spend the summer in the mountains. Uh, it is also the uh, birthplace of many traditions like the Landsgemeinde, which is the um, oldest form of democracy in the world. So basically people vote by raising their hands on a square in the middle of the village uh, every now and then when it's something about to vote about. So that's just, this is where, uh, yeah, basically, uh, democracy started if you want <laughs> but it's more than that there's also a lot of um, things that you can discover outside of Appenzell it's a brilliant place for hiking so you can just see here it's not too much the, the mountains are not too big hills are not too high so it's a perfect hiking spot for uh, for any you know people of any age so yeah or any kind of type of fitness.
1: Great now we actually spend um, two nights in Appenzell so it's a great little chance to, to get out there and have your own independent time and you know after your day of exploring with our tour leaders to get out there and have a beautiful walk by yourself and see some of this countryside and maybe the, the people of Appenzell need to speak to Mr Trump about um the elections but maybe we'll leave that one alone for another
2: conversation yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this separately
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right now um as we make our way back um so central coming back in the western direction there we have um the wonderful town of uh, Lucerne that will That's come up right,
2: Lucerne, uh,
1: most people's planning. I think it's a wonderful little town that most people have heard about.
2: Yeah, definitely. And you might have stopped me there because I used to live in Lucerne for a couple of years, so I might uh, just uh, keep on talking. So just stop <laughs> me. <laughs> but it is, it is definitely um, uh, a great city. And uh, I'm quite glad you guys stay in, in Vettis, if I'm not mistaken. So it's yeah. not just in Lucerne, a little bit outside, which is, which is good because you can see actually much more. So you will spend some time in Lucerne, which, you know, the city has so many sites. You can see it in here. We've got the Chapel Bridge and the water tower, which is sort of the, uh, you know, the landmark of Lucerne, but there's so much more to see. Uh, my personal favorite, if, if I can say that, is the, uh, Swiss, uh, the Swiss Museum of Transport, yeah. which is basically the most visited museum in Switzerland. And it's not just a museum. You can immerse yourself in the world of chocolate, I've got like a chocolate adventure uh, part in the museum. You can engage with uh, different means of transport in the history of transportation and so on. So it's definitely, uh, yeah, something um yeah something very very nice on the on the itinerary
1: great and then we're spending two nights here again so once again pace wise we're we're not moving too fast we're getting a chance to see a lot of this region here at a nice little leisurely pace so um i'm sure our guests will be taking quite a bit back and hopefully if they were to come back to australia and have a chat to you about your lovely town of lucerne they can engage quite well um (laughs) with you as, as we keep going so Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I was actually in Lucerne many years ago myself. Oh, um, right, okay. Had, had the chance to do a coach tour, funny enough. Um, and I think once you come through some of the big cities, I mean, our next port after Lucerne was coming into, into Interlaken and Neufrau and, and that sort of region there. So it's a beautiful last little quiet, quaint city. We did indulge in some chocolate and I did love going through that bridge and seeing all the artwork that sort of lines the walls of that bridge. Um, Yeah, yeah. Inspiring, inspiring, inspiring. But we must continue on. Once again, you did say we could talk about this for days. (laughs) Better not. Um, But let's get (laughs) into the um, the Alps here in in Mount Rigi. Uh, Am I pronouncing that right?
2: Mount Rigi is absolutely right. Yeah, so um, this is correct. It's actually still in the same area of of Lucerne. So this is still sort of central Switzerland part. Uh, Again, when you said before you were in Switzerland uh, a a while ago, this is all so easy. You said uh, Lucerne. Uh, and Zurich. There's all like one, two, one or two hours by train yeah. from each other. away. so that's that's another thing. So easy to get to places, and so is Mount Ricky. So Mount Ricky is a stone throw away from Lucerne. Uh, it pretty much says on the slide here. What you can discover, um, but I think the good spot, uh, the good thing again is it's sort of a, a classic uh, round trip destination. You know, as so you can you can spend one or two days up there, do lots of hiking. You can access the the mountain from different sides, from Pitznau, from Vejus, or from the other side from Goldau as well. And uh, it's if if you're um you know if you're an early bird or jet lagged you might as well walk. You can actually hike up there after up Madrid wow. or just take the take the uh, the panoramic area railway, which is one of the uh, first cog uh, railways in Europe. So definitely a lot of history to see there on the uh, on the mountain.
1: Yeah, the the cog railway seems to have a bit of a presence in Switzerland. There's a, there's a couple other places that seem to have <laughs>
2: it. So, yeah, it's it's all about trains. All about yeah, yeah cable cars and so on. So yeah. <laughs> Robert, and the Swiss are very proud
1: of it as well. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. And it's, it's a nice sort of traditional way to get up there. And I think with, with a world that's sort of so modernised and so speedy, and to be able to just sit back and relax and have the clicks and clunks of the, the little cogway as they, as they take you to the top of these yeah. mountains is actually kind of something special um, for, for anyone who's travelling to the region. So, great yeah, little town. Right. Thank yeah. you for the insight there. Now, we... Um, yeah. I don't know how many people would have we could have actually asked the question at the start of this conversation is as, as to who knows what the capital of switzerland is but we have now arrived <laughs> in um effectively that is the capital of switzerland the, the wonderful town of bern and i haven't had a chance to go, to go to Bern myself so i'm really intrigued as to why what's and how's and is there any food and drink we should be having in these towns i mean culinary is a big part of our touring. What should I be drinking and what should I be eating when I'm going through these places? Uh, Olivia?
2: So again, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're asking this question. <laughs> Maybe let's start with the most important bit, the drinking. Um, ah. <laughs> again, it's it's funny to look at languages and the cultures. so we we at this stage we don't want to talk about sort of the Swiss german speaking areas, right? So again, uh, they, uh, there's, there's a, quite a bit of a culinary difference to the, the French-speaking part as well. So, the French-speaking uh, areas like Geneva, Lausanne, etc., they would probably more bit have enjoy a glass of wine, uh, red or white wine. Uh, the Swiss-German areas have more uh, a nice glass of beer. I think you have a, brew, uh, a beer tasting as well on your tour. Yes, we do. Uh, I saw on the itinerary. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I mean, in, in general, they, uh, they uh, especially sort of burn uh, in, in cities like, like this, uh there's always every meal goes with a nice uh drink let's say so that that's for sure you, you can easily have a nice glass of red wine or, or a beer with your lunch uh, even uh, it's not like you know even if it's, if it's a work day uh with, in terms of meals <laughs> very naughty in terms of meals uh it is as we know it is all about cheese uh mainly so uh main mm. most meals have some cheese in it so um there's the cheese fondue, of course, which is definitely a must on any Swiss trip. If if it's summer, winter it doesn't matter. The nice cheese fondue um, is is a must. Uh, the uh, raclette as well, another uh, dish with I cheese. I love that um, cheese
1: so um, much. That goes
2: always with nice potato and and uh, <sighs> different seasoning. And uh, but then again, when you talk about cities like before, like Zurich and uh, and Lucerne, they're quite international. So you you might as well find nice uh, Asian cuisine in those cities. So it is uh a bit of everything really you find in Switzerland.
1: <laughs> yeah but I, th- I think um like if we're going to typecast your lovely region there chocolate and cheese um definitely come in very very strong there and uh, the that fondue is amazing, obviously <laughs> <laughs> is a, bit a staple as far as I, the first thing that comes comes to mind when i come to come to switzerland so that's great yeah. and yeah and as you pointed out I and mean, we we mentioned the languages right at the start but yeah i mean you are so influenced by those bordering countries um, then you're going to pick up some wines. You're going to pick up some other flavours. You're going to pick up some meat. You're going to pick up those beers. Um, the beers, are, I'm a big fan of I'm glad you sort of honed into that little region there. But uh, great, great little insight there. Um, so, Bern, we uh, we got two nights in Bern. What what would we be seeing in Bern?
2: Oh, great, great. Two nights is a good a good time, uh, a good length to, to stay in Bern. You can see it here. This is the old town of Bern. Uh, a lovely shape and the old town this bit you can see in uh, in the slide now this is also part of unesco world heritage so it's absolutely oh. beautiful and fascinating just walking through the streets and uh you can see also the the water so it's, everything is by the water so the the river are uh, is, is something you can even jump into and sort of uh, let yourself float around the old town and get off uh, on the other side so that's that's just one of things really that people do in, in Bern, yeah yeah so I know that's people amazing. Great. <laughs> They use this to commute to work uh, on a daily basis if it's not too cold. So it's absolutely um, yeah, clean and, and safe to do to do so. So that's that's uh, one activity really already. Uh, but I think my one of my personal favourite is is the, uh, the the arcades they have in the city. So they have uh, the old sort of cobblestone streets with the uh, sandstone buildings, and underneath from from back in the days, they have have uh, arcades. Uh, altogether about six kilometers so in case it's oh. raining you can do shopping go for coffee go for coffee or for food always covered by by those uh, arcades underneath the buildings so just uh just uh, go and see for yourself really it's it's absolutely um yeah fascinating
1: wonderful great all right great oh next trip lock in burn all right i feel guilty now lock it in <laughs> 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 Somewhere I have been before, um, we'll, we'll, let's, let's go back to the, the into the Alps, into the into the, the beautiful snow topped mountains of Interlaken and that famous Kogwa up to Jungfrau. Why mm-hmm. what is the significance of Jungfrau? What are they gonna see when they head up to Jungfrau? I mean, other than the skiing part in the winter season there, but through summer, what are we doing in Jungfrau? Uh,
2: Jungfrau is just a uh, uh, it's the uh, highest train station in Europe. is just just fascinating. Again, you have wow. the train that brings you all the way to the top. So that's just uh, you can see it here. So this this little train here goes all the way up onto the top uh, on uh, four thousand, almost four thousand meters above sea level, and, and just the fact that you see up on on a place so high, you can you can you can uh, you're even struggle with breathing when you're walking too fast. So you have to walk slowly and, and, and take it easy but then that the views are amazing the views up there on uh, onto the glacier on you know onto the uh, the other mountains you can see all the way to uh, in, even into germany if, it, if it's a clear clear sight so you can see so many things up there and not just that so it's not just the top of uh, you know the, the peak of the mountain it's everything else you can explore and uh, and do in in the area around interlaken and the, the region so it's just so many things to see and to do
1: yeah, I think we we were blessed with um, a snowball fight up on one of the viewing decks uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: at the top, and then everyone you, has had one of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then you've got the the ice building up top on Jungfrau. That's correct.
2: Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. That's that's just one of the uh, one of the attractions. So the uh, they have like an, an it's called ice palace. So you can basically walk inside the the glacier, and then inside they have different uh, sculptures and different uh, you know things you can you can see made out of ice. So it's just one of many many attractions on the top of the on the top of the mountain yeah
1: yeah that's that, that's brilliant yeah. and that that rail trip up the top i think i took that for granted myself and i'm glad you brought up the whole like oxygen um level up oh <laughs> I, I was a bit young i didn't in want though. to scare anyone yeah but um, i was <laughs> running around like a mad hatter in that uh, in the in the ice palace myself and um found myself very short of breath um completely <laughs> unbeknownst to me that if you do travel that high in the altitude, it does affect you. So just be be aware. Exactly. Uh, It's not really a warning. it's completely
2: safe. Yeah. Yeah. Completely safe, of course. It's uh, not too bad, yeah.
1: (laughs) Great, 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 great. Now, look, whilst we're talking about trains, we've talked about cog railways, but there are also some famous train journeys that do exist within Switzerland, and we're fortunate enough on our Vistas of Italy and Switzerland to actually take part in two of these train journeys. Now, I haven't done them personally myself, so I look to a bit of uh, insight from you here, Livio, in regards to the Bernina Express, as well as the Glacier Express.
2: That's right. So The uh, first one, I think, is the Bernina Express. Uh, and again, this is something I could talk for for quite a long time, because that's where I'm originally from. Not exactly wow. from this part here, where you can see now, but this is my, my home, my home sort of canton, we say, my home, my home area. And uh, the, the trip starts in Tirano, which is uh, in, in Italy, still in Italy. And I think that's where you guys are coming from. So from yep. Italy into uh, Graubünden, into Switzerland uh, via Poschiavo. And uh, the, 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 so I think it's just this Beninia express is just the most spectacular way to cross the Alps. You're actually crossing the Alps on a train. And uh, it's just amazing the, the many things, again, you can see because you're starting in uh, in uh, Tirana, which is about 400 meters above sea level. So quite quite, you know, quite low. And then the train brings you up all the way to uh, the Bernina, the glacier, and then uh, back down again uh, uh, after you know the, the oh. trip. On uh, at the end, so it's, you can see so many things, so different different heights. You can see uh, snow and glacier, even even summer. And uh, I think that's the the, the the beauty of it, really. And you're passing by summerets. Uh, I think you're staying in Pontresina, if I'm not mistaken, which is an absolute wonderful city, not a city, sorry, like a little town, a yeah. village. Yeah. in uh in the swiss mountains and it's wide So it's not like uh, the mountain area like you have the mountains right in front of your face it's quite a wide open valley with, which uh, which is just brilliant and, and pure nature really pure nature on this trip
1: yeah that, you've sold me again i'm doing two trips to switzerland now, buddy i <laughs> will have to ask the wife for a bit of a loan um and then also <laughs> we, have, we have the glacier express as well that we uh we take part on the same the same tour actually so what's the difference or yeah. significance of this particular journey
2: uh, so the difference is uh, probably the length, I would say. So the Bernina Express is about four hours, a bit longer than four hours, uh, if it's just the train beat from Tirano uh, into Lancourt or to Cour. Uh, whereas the Glacier Express, uh, if you look it up on a map, uh, it's, it's a bit longer. So it goes from Samritz to Zermatt or vice versa. You can do both both sides. It's about eight hours the whole trip. And you're uh, crossing, again, it says Glacier Express. So you're crossing glaciers, you're crossing uh, uh, fascinating and spectacular bridges and tunnels. So, uh um it's just it's just longer and uh it's, it's just probably more or less uh equally nice let's say equally wonderful uh as itself as a, as a train journey just very scenic and panoramic throughout
1: yeah i can see i mean you, you're gonna have your cameras out the whole time i think i mean this both,
0: both, <laughs> yeah, both, both train
1: yeah. journeys there i mean when i was doing the sort of the, the, the pre-work before our little catch-up here and gazing into them and i'm like oh my god like wow um yeah,
2: and yeah it's, they've got it's, these big windows can you see this? yeah because you yeah. can see like all the way uh throughout the the train more or less you can see the uh the scenery which is which is nice so not like a complete lockdown in a train as such
1: yeah freedom to move freedom to to go and see it all and obviously you can, the windows that aim upwards as well so you can actually see to the sky um exactly, exactly. absolutely wonder, wonderful wonderful and the wonderful. food
2: as well but oh they, yeah uh, the food as well there's a three-course meal uh being served on the glacier express as well so they uh you're not going to start on that uh, train journey. So people will look after you uh, with uh, food and drink throughout the trip. So <laughs> very ever, important.
1: Ever, ever so important. Indeed, indeed. Now, throughout this whole presentation and through the towns we've visited today, we've been learning, learning, learning. So, Olivia, once again, thank you so much for um, engaging with us and, and teaching us all a little bit more about your, your wonderful land. But how can well, our um, travel partners keep keep the engagement and keep the learning going um, for themselves to keep equipped with whatever's happening in in the land of Switzerland.
2: So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely, if you haven't done it yet, I would definitely recommend the uh, Switzerland Travel Academy. You can find the link right there. Uh, It's an in-depth Switzerland training, uh, very detailed about all the different regions there are in Switzerland, about hotels, about uh, activities and basically everything you need to know uh, in order to become a Switzerland travel expert. And uh, there's more than that. There's always, um, you know, we always try to engage with uh, with agents who've done the uh, Travel Academy. We uh, organize families um, and so on. So it's definitely something I can recommend for any, you know, anyone, any agent out there who wants to become a Switzerland travel expert.
1: Great. Now, I'll put, I'll put this link and page on our social media page as well because obviously this by the podcast, oh, you can't yeah. see what we're talking about. But um, all of this will be attached and equipped for you guys. You can hit the link and, um, and learn. Um, that's the core part of why we're doing these little engagements here as well, um, just to make sure that you are equipped with all the information there. And uh, I've just put up now the Switzerland Trade Corner page, um, which I guess is an up-to-date. You know, platform so that if, if if there are any happenings or any updates that you need to share with your your your, your guests, your your customers before they're traveling out there, it's going to keep you. I'm yeah. assuming as informed as you can be um, in, in regards to weather, things that are happening um, for yourself. Webinars in the region. So if you want to equip yourself with even more information specifically to a to a zone uh, or, or region within Switzerland, you can actually then go onto the bespoke webinars there as well. Is that is that correct, Livia?
2: Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, you pretty much summarized it uh, very well. So that's basically always updated. Uh, it's like a website for the trade, really. You know, so it's uh, always updated on what's happening with COVID, uh, sample itineraries and recordings of webinars and sales manuals and so on. Just everything on, on there. Yeah.
1: Great. And I've just mentioned that's that our right. uh, little social media post there, but uh, does, uh, <laughs> Switzerland tourism definitely has its own social media as well. So uh, how, would, uh, how, do, how, do they, how do we subscribe to your social media?
2: Uh, so there's uh, obviously you know the, the sort of con- the end consumer Facebook page uh, link uh, not LinkedIn sorry, um, Instagram uh, what you know YouTube and so on and so forth, uh, but we just recently launched a Switzerland tourism travel expert Facebook group so that's for the trade ah, so for cool. trade uh, agents, uh, for anyone who wants to engage with their uh, fellow agents uh, you know they want to share their favorite Switzerland stories uh, Switzerland images etc. We set up like a Switzerland. Um, tourism travel expert page. Uh, it's called My Switzerland For You. So if you type it in My Switzerland For You, it should just come up and then you can uh, basically, um, yeah, join, join the group basically. Join the Switzerland travel expert group.
1: Amazing, amazing, amazing. That's coming to the end of our presentation, Livio. I mean, we probably could have gone on and on and on, and on but we obviously realize <laughs> you guys also have to be doing doing some work as well. So thank you again for, for joining us today um there, there's a hell of a lot more to this awesome country that you guys can get involved with so please subscribe to uh, all the trade learning sites that we've gone through this, this this uh this morning um and once again i will attach the links to our backroads apac agents page for you to then link on and then obviously subscribe become an expert become a guru be involved Look out for these females. Now, I've seen these females on social media as well from other agents that so get, a, get a chance to go and enjoy them. So that's obviously one of the best ways for you to learn about the countries there. So self-support, learn, and get involved. And hopefully um, Switzerland tourism can take you away. And then if you're lucky enough, if, uh, if back roads can get, get those planes flying back to Europe again, hopefully we can take you again <laughs> away with us to Switzerland because after this presentation, it's – just jumped my list of things I have to do. So I'm going to have to stay employed with Backroad String for another 50 years to, uh, to tally up all these amazing trips. But once again, thank you ever so much for joining us today, Livio. Is there any final words you want to pass on to the trade before we say goodbye?
2: Uh, well, thanks again, uh, Dylan, for this great opportunity. I mean, um, always, uh, always happy to talk about Switzerland and then obviously engage with the, the audience. Uh, final message. Um, yeah, don't forget about us. Uh, uh, always think of us and come to Switzerland as soon as it's possible again. We're happy to help.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. All right there, are Olivia. Thank you very much. Thank you once again for subs- subscribing to our Tourism Body Tuesdays with Backroads Touring. My name is Dylan and thank you very much. Chat to you all soon. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cool. All right.